So what is a real estate investor to do in a typically slow market? What happens in the winter? All right. Well, I'm going to give you a piece of advice from a real estate agent perspective. During about Thanksgiving, okay, there was a time frame, and by the time you're hearing the show, like you're probably pretty close to Thanksgiving, maybe yeah. a little bit afterwards is when you're going to hear this. Um, I there's a general semblance that agents kind of took that time off. So Thanksgiving to about New Year's was generally a retail agent disaster. Most agents kind of went on a long vacation and didn't really come back until January. Some didn't get back until February. Okay. I actually met with an agent who had been in the industry for years and she was open about it. Like it was on her cards. I do not work from post Thanksgiving till January 31st. I go, so what are you doing during that time? She's like, whatever I want, you know? Uh, go someplace warm, get out of the cold, whatever it happens to be. It's advice that I never took. Instead, during those months is when I buckled down on my marketing and effort, okay? For one thing, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I don't really, the time off doesn't really factor in to my design. But for another thing, a lot of agents stepping out of the game during that time made it a wonderful time to compete because there were less less competitors during that time space. Right. Whereas most agents are pulling back of their marketing, I was ramping up. And as a result, I did not see the typical slowdown that most people report during the fourth and first quarter across the board of real estate. The numbers reflected lower numbers, but my numbers were always at or better than normal during that time frame. So I looked at it as time to compete. That's my advice to you as a real estate investor as well. Okay, Whether you're on the agent side or the real estate investor side, my advice is buckle down and go hard during the winter. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Remember that Arsenio Hall chant? Arsenio! Yeah, yeah, I remember Arsenio. I want one of those, man. We'll we'll get there eventually. We got to get the studio audience a little bit more involved. Let me go, you know, before the next show, I'll get them hyped up and get them, you know, nice and rare. I like that. (laughs) And that other sultry voice you're hearing is my producer and main man, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's the haps, Jay? Oh, man, I am just loving life right now. uh, This is pretty good, man. Last quarter, uh, feeling very hopeful and very excited about the prospects and things that we got going on. Um, And, hey, speaking of Arsenio Hall. Yes. Coming to America, too. Seriously. Is coming out. Come on, now. December 18th. That's on streaming cool. services. Oh, so they're not even they're not even putting in the theaters. They're yeah, going straight Netflix. Straight Netflix. Dang. Get ready. Get the ready. Studios got to be quivering in their boots, man. Like major films like that are doing sequels and not putting in the movie theaters. Right. If you're if you own the movie business, man, you're, you're concerned. You just have to be. That's awesome. That was a great movie. Yeah, I'm ready to see it. I'm I'm wanting to see what Prince Hakeem and Simi and all those people are doing right now. What are they doing now? It's <laughs> McDowell's. <laughs> I'm not going to get that note. I'm going to stop right there. Y'all know what the movie did. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right, we got an article from Realtor Magazine that puts it quite simply, the hot housing market likely won't cool in the winter. What? 
Yeah. Here's the thing. A lot of times, and it's funny because an article opens with, while winter may typically be a slow season in real estate, economists predict it isn't going to happen this year. Let me dispel a myth right there out of the gate, okay? There's been a general mindset consensus that the market slows to a crawl in the fourth quarter um, months here in the Colorado market, and then in the first quarter, when it's still cold, it suffers a little bit. The reality is, if you look at the chart, okay, it is true that we see a slight reduction in number of properties that move during that time frame, okay? But it's actually a slight reduction. It is not as extreme as people think it is. And furthermore, what this article goes on to say is that this year, we may not see it at all. The reasoning they're citing that they're not going to see a slowdown this season is because of all the pent-up demand, which is being caused by low inventory, right? If you got buyers out there looking for property, a lot of people in the coronavirus era opted out of selling their property, okay? Couple of reasons, right? Number one, you got to find another place to go that requires leaving the house, right? right? A lot of people don't want to do that. Number two, you don't want a bunch of strangers trouncing through your house, coughing on your stuff, <laughs> Could you wipe off that corona real I got, quick? I got the corona. I got the corona. <laughs> no, don't pass it to me. <laughs> I don't know yeah, where that came from. Yeah, All right. those, those jokes were not... Too soon. All right. So let's, let's let's keep going on that. So low inventory, low interest rates driving all this marketplace. What this article is saying is we're not going to see much, if any, slowdown here in the winter months because of what those two factors there. Okay. So what is a real estate investor to do in a typically slow market? What happens in the winter? All right. Well, I'm going to give you a piece of advice from a real estate agent perspective. During about Thanksgiving, okay, there was a time frame, and by the time you're hearing the show, like you're probably pretty close to Thanksgiving, maybe a little bit afterwards is when you're going to hear this. Um, I there's a general semblance that agents kind of took that time off. So Thanksgiving to about New Year's was generally a retail agent disaster. Most agents kind of went on a long vacation and didn't really come back until January. Some didn't get back until February. Okay. I actually met with an agent who had been in the industry for years and she was open about it. Like it was on her cards. I do not work from post Thanksgiving till January 31st. I go, so what are you doing during that time? She's like, whatever I want, you know? Uh, go someplace warm, get out of the cold, whatever it happens to be. It's advice that I never took. Instead, during those months is when I buckled down on my marketing and effort, okay? For one thing, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I don't really, the time off doesn't really factor in to my design. But for another thing, a lot of agents stepping out of the game during that time made it a wonderful time to compete because there were less less competitors during that time space. Right. Whereas most agents are pulling back of their marketing, I was ramping up. And as a result, I did not see the typical slowdown that most people report during the fourth and first quarter across the board of real estate. The numbers reflected lower numbers, but my numbers were always at or better than normal during that time frame. So I looked at it as time to compete. That's my advice to you as a real estate investor as well. Okay, Whether you're on the agent side or the real estate investor side, my advice is buckle down and go hard during the winter. And let me tell you why. Okay, A lot of you are out there doing wholesaling. You're trying to find the contract and assign it to somebody else. Okay, Normally, this is a bit of a challenge because you have to get the property under contract. Generally speaking, you don't have a ton of capital available. Don't feel bad about that. We all got to start somewhere. Okay, But you're securing the property and then you're looking for a buyer to buy the contract from you at a profit. That's the essence of wholesaling. Well, in this time frame, seller's motivation is actually going to go up a bit. 
Okay, why? Because you've got this empty house sitting there in a lot of cases in a wholesale space, right? You've got pipes in those houses. Oh, wow, yeah. Right? You've got to maintain the heat on those property because if you don't, pipes burst, basements flood. Okay, this is the, one of the greatest times if you're in the restoration business to be out there pounding the pavement because I can tell you the flood rate just in one very short snow just a few weeks ago here in Colorado caught a lot of people unprepared who weren't heating these houses or at least not heating them properly who woke up to their own in-ground pool that they didn't know they, were, they owned, right? Yeah, so sucks. you want to present the, what you do as a real estate investor to potential sellers as this is a great time to do it because otherwise you're going to sit there for months vacant. The market's moving slower. So if you were planning on renting it, right, you may be waiting till January or February before you get a tenant. Right, not as many people looking to move in the November December time frame. For one thing, it's cold. For another thing, most people are hunkering down with their families. Right, you got the Thanksgiving dinner. You don't want a bunch of moving boxes sitting there. Right, you got to put your Christmas tree somewhere. You don't want to be in temporary quarters during that. Okay, the reality is there are less buyers for sure. That doesn't mean there are no buyers. It just means that anybody who is moving during this that time frame is more motivated than normal. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. So you're looking for increased motivation. Don't use this time to take off. No, no, no. Listen, get out there. Start solving problems for sellers and don't respond to the notion that simply because it's winter time, we're going to see a significant slowdown. This article proves that that might not have happened anyway, given what's going on with the marketplace, Right, But on top of that, even if it was going to happen, I have done some of my best deals in the November and December time frame just by isolating that motivation and solving a problem that is actually intensified during the winter months when there are less buyers available to take care of that problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I encourage you guys because at the end of the day, I look at real estate as a competitive sport. Okay, There are multiple wholesalers out there. There are lots of agents out there. right? I look at it as I want to be the best I can at my game. Well, there's no better time to hone your skills than during the offseason. Oh, I like that. I like that, meta- that uh, metaphor. Right see there. what I did there? Analogy. Yeah, right? Yeah, this guy's pretty good, Ghost. You hop in during the offseason when it's time Everybody else is kind of resting. Yeah, you know, football season doesn't start until I don't have to go to training camp till June, July. So I'm just going to kick it for a while. Yeah, man, you know, eat, a, eat a few burgers. No big deal. Right. No. Sharpen your skills. Get out there. Start working harder. Start finding deals when everybody else is taking the time off. You know, there's a harsh reality to we probably weren't going to see a slowdown anyway. Interest rates running in the 2% range, inventory at stupid, stupid low levels, okay? There's a zip code I basically grew up in in Colorado Springs, very large zip code. There are literally, as of this morning, six properties total in this entire zip code for sale, six of them, okay? And I own two of them. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. 
One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Okay. Right? So that's a little crazy that I control that zip code. I got about 30% of the market belongs to yours truly right now. Oh, pretty nice. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So the opportunities are out there. Season does not factor in. Do you? Can you think of any actual business that consistently takes the winter off to retool? Like, seriously, Target doesn't shut down. No. Right? Best Buy is selling stuff like crazy right now. If you're treating real estate investing as a business, what I'm going to teach you as your coach is that you run the same model regardless of the season. You keep your marketing up, and because you know there's a slowdown coming, you may actually increase your marketing. You may have to do more driving for dollars, more door knocking, more Facebook advertising just to maintain the same pace. But if you decide to go into hibernation, as so many people do in the real estate industry during this time, what you're going to find is that turning those systems back on in the spring rush that you think is coming is actually more expensive, going to take more time, and you're going to find yourself just duller in general, right? I stay sharp year round, and you should as well. You know, and then when I'm coaching my clients, I work with them to not fall for that winter doldrum. Listen, I, I like Thanksgiving dinner. I like having some turkey. Yeah. I can tell you that about eight of the 10 years I was an active buyer's agent, I showed a house on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dedication. Right? Maybe, maybe you know, and definitely the day after, but on the day of at least eight of those 10 years, right? Because it's just what it takes. And it certainly didn't make people happy. And I'm not telling you to surrender your relationship with your family. I would argue that I worked harder and probably cost myself some other stuff in the personal space. But I will say that in the end, the consistency and the dedication is what's going to pay off for you long run. You know, and I want to encourage you not to just go for the notion that, hey, it's winter, nobody's doing deals. Check the stats. Go to your very local county board. You'll be able to see the number. It will definitely show a curve that is reduced from June or July or the prime buying season. I'm not at all saying it's not going to be slower. I'm just saying it doesn't go down to non-existent. Houses don't just stop selling because there's snow on the ground. Okay. Your systems have to be more dialed in. You got to make sure you're keeping an eye on your pipes, your plumbing. The contractors you hire are going to need heating systems in Colorado. We usually have to bring in, you know, in houses that don't quite have electricity or we're doing stuff to them, the furnace is down. Sometimes we got to bring in outside heat sources. Last year, we had a pipe burst during a flip because it was just too cold in that space. You know, so everything has to be a little bit more dialed in during the off season. But at the end of the day, if you keep your systems going and you're consistent, you will make a ton of money no matter what the seasonality claims otherwise. So what should you be doing? The same stuff you're doing before, but maybe you're doing more of it indoors, right? Join more Facebook groups. If you're not part of your local real estate investor board, 
you know, whether you're an agent or otherwise, you're missing the boat. You're at least going to see people pitching deals, find wholesaler groups, read more books, listen to more podcasts, but ultimately sharpen your skills. Because even if you are in fact doing less deals, which is not necessary, but could happen, if you're doing less deals, you should be using that time to sharpen your skills so you get better at it. So when the season is back on again, you're ready to go. You know, it seems obvious that you shouldn't quit during these months, but I feel like over years of coaching people that once these habits set in and these false beliefs that things are just slow in November and December, so I need to chill out, once those set in, they're very hard to overcome. So I want to help you overcome it right now. Nothing has changed. The market is moving at the same pace. People are still buying and they're still selling. And what you're going to find is people that are buying and selling during off-season months are generally heavily motivated to get out of that property or get into a property, whatever See, the case may be. Now, the thing that I that um, I was questioning during this time uh, is kind of something that you already mentioned in the episode is, you know, the actual fix and flip process. Okay. Now, you know, obviously, hey, if I get a house and it needs a new roof and we have, you know, four days straight of snow or, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, it's super cold in the house and none of the electricity is on in the furnace and you, know, right. you don't have any furnace, what are, you know... Um, that that was kind of my question. Is yeah. How does the fix and flip and, you know, the buy and hold and that side of the investment as far as the construction side work? And, you know, what are some things that maybe, you know, some potential students or people that are listening right now uh, might want to do on their flips? Uh, other than, you know, like you said, make sure you turn on the pipes, bring in the heat. Yeah. Like that. Great, great question. Thank you. And I'll tell you, it's a, it's a valid concern. You look at the roof. That's a big concern in the winter because, you know, getting a roof done during the winter months is kind of tough, right? You don't want to put roofers on the roof or they could be in a situation they could hurt themselves right. or their crew could get injured. So we have to plan ahead a little bit. A lot of times what happens is major repairs like that that are on the exterior get escrowed, meaning the title company holds on to the roofing money until the weather is warm enough to go ahead and put a roof on that property. Um, Uh, So that is one solution. Um, But the the point, guys, is there's always a solution. You know, real estate is about solving a problem. When you're dealing with a wholesale deal, let's talk about foreclosures in general. That was a problem for the bank, right? This guy had a problem. He couldn't make his payment. The house was eventually repossessed by the bank. It became a foreclosure. Now it's being resold. Now that bank has a problem, a property they don't want to own, Right. Your job is to solve problems in the real estate space and think about all the high paying professions out there and how they're ultimately compensated to solve problems. If you're effective at solving a problem in the winter, then you'll be heralded as somebody who can fix this problem regardless of the season, right? You don't want the reputation out there that you shut down because it's cold outside or you can't get a roofer on there. No, you've got solutions. Yep, the roof probably needs to get done, uh, Mr. Seller, but we will take care of this roof during the springtime. You don't even have to worry about it. Just sell me the house. Sign the paperwork. Do the deal. Whatever it takes, you know? The contractor crews are definitely going to complain a little more. Like, there's no doubt about it. We hear from them constantly. Oh, my God, it's cold out here. I get it, man. But, you know, like most of these guys, like just like you and me, only get paid if we work. So you better get out there and do it, Mr. Contractor, man. That's right. You picked a profession that requires you to be exposed to the elements. You know? Like, I don't feel that bad for you. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true, man. <laughs> we pay our guys, and honestly, most of them are gracious. They're, they're, they're filled with gratitude that we keep functioning during the wintertime because so many other people shut down. Right. You know? 
Think about all the remodeling that's going on in June and July and all the Home Depot lines and et cetera. Those places do kind of thin out during the winter. People aren't working on home improvement quite as much in the wintertime, you know? So our solid contractors are thankful that we keep going. As a matter of fact, a great time to build your contractor relationships yeah. is during the winter months. I was just going to say that I'm sure they really appreciate that, and that might help you get some uh, better rates when things are you know up and running during the summer. Absolutely. And furthermore, a lot of the contractors, the smart ones anyway, give discounts in the winter so they keep their business going. You know, And so we obviously take advantage of that and say, hey, we keep you busy, slightly discounted rate from what you're used to making. But the smart contractors are like us. They want to be consistent year round. Right. You know, so they figured out ways to build in their system. If they normally charge this much for a roof and they know they're doing less roofs in these off months, then they charge a little bit less. We're not looking to gouge anybody, but we keep them busy. We establish a relationship that no matter what the time of year is, we keep going. And in return, they give us a discounted rate that if we negotiate correctly, could be negotiated for all year long. Right. So you're setting up relationships by saying your family's got to eat. My family's got to eat. We're not going to shut down and we expect you to show up for work. You didn't want to shut down anyway because the good contractors really want to work, you know? And, and if you give them that ability, I just, it's, it's such a thing of our team being providing for, you know, we have an internal staff of people whose families eat off of what we do with our, our flipping organization. But it goes further than that. Every contractor that touches our organization is feeding their family with what they earn doing work for us. You know, so it's a big picture thought process to keep everybody busy and not let the winter doldrums set in and just kind of go, I'm going to lounge until March. You know, I look at it as a large scale responsibility to the entire organization that I represent and every family that's affected by it. And if you will look at your real estate investing as that as well, certainly a way to build wealth, certainly a way to increase your income, certainly a way to provide for your family for the long term. A lot of this is internal. A lot of this you do for yourself. But if you take a step back and look at the other people you can help, the other people whose lives you can help create by doing what we do in real estate investing, it warms my heart a little bit, you know, that we can make such a difference across the board. But we can't do it seasonally. We don't get the permission to take the time off. And, you know, do it when it suits our leisure. Once we have that responsibility to our people, we make sure to keep that responsibility up year-round. We want to make sure those families are eating at Christmas time, right? We want to make sure there's gifts under the tree for those contractors who work their butts off out there all year and provide for their families, you know? And that's such a great opportunity to what we do. So my, my point in all of this, just to kind of backtrack, we're running out of time here today, is that, yes, there's a seasonal change a little bit. We may not see it as much as we normally do this year, but to be frank with you, it's never really affected me anyway. You know, what does affect a little bit because there are less buyers in the marketplace, you will see a little bit increase on time on market. But when we were measuring time on market in hours rather than days, going from 18 hours on the market, which has become kind of normal, to five to seven days just isn't oh, that bad. Man, you know, Not much of a change, yeah, right? You know. You, get, you take what you can get, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's a tough life. You know, now we got to wait a whole week to sell. But it's funny because we've been selling them so fast for so long that, like, we get to about four days on the market. Everybody's going, what's wrong? Why hasn't this sold yet? <laughs> like what, what are we doing? What can we do? <laughs> what have we done wrong this time? Because we're so trained now from the summer months of how fast houses were going. You know, you put a house on the market, you've got 10 showings in the first three to four hours. You know, now if you get one or two showings a week, you're doing okay. You know, but understand that the summertime is filled with artificial demand, 
right? A bunch of people trying to get it done during the summer vacation months. A bunch of people, you know, who are moved by their company. And, and in our case, the military has a huge hiring jump where they want the soldiers there in September. So during the summertime, they're transplanting a bunch of people from all across the country. So there's an artificial demand. That the actual demand cycle is what you're seeing in those winter months. That, that's actually an accurate assessment of how long properties should be in the market. Yes, it's a little slower, but it's accurate with the times and what it should be. So don't sit in your butt, right? Let's get you started. You guys want to join up, talk a bit more about this. I encourage you, I implore you even, to join the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. The uh, link will be posted right here in these show notes. Let's have a conversation about your foreclosure career. And if you're ready to discuss coaching, if you want to get one-on-one coaching on how to buy and sell, find, fund, fix, and flip your next foreclosure deal, I would be honored to be considered as your foreclosure deals coach. Click on the link to schedule a breakthrough call. We'll get you started with that. But for now, we're going to wrap up the show and let you know it's cold out there, but the market is still hot, hot, hot. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.